0: Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that will help you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. Together, for you. Welcome to episode six of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. I'm a family physician with obesity medicine training, and also a mom of three young children. I know what it's like to not have a handle on your weight and not be able to figure out solutions. If you're in that position, I can help. I offer coaching one-on-one via video conferencing where we can really get into the struggles that you're having and come up with personalized solutions that will work for you in your life. This may be a good choice for you if you find that you start your weeks with good intentions and then as your week gets busy, You end up back with your old habits. If you feel like you just can't figure out your weight, even though you've figured out most other things in your life, having somebody to sit with you and really work through the underlying issues and help hold you accountable to the goals that you're setting for yourself can be a game changer. This is about figuring out what it takes for you to have a long-term control over your weight where you don't have to spend time worrying about it anymore. If that sounds good to you and you're interested in learning more, go to my website, www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. And from there, you can click on the work with me link and you can book a free introductory session where it gives us a chance to just get online together and chat a little bit about what ways I would be able to help you. Also on my webpage, you'll find a link to download my top 10 tips for lasting weight loss. These are the overall tips that I think are the most important and have been helpful for myself personally, and also for the people I work with. Check it out. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And now back to the episode. All right, so let's get going on today's topic. Today I'm going to be talking about one of the best habits to keep yourself on track. Regularly meal planning and doing some meal preparation. When you're eating a lower carb diet or really any healthy diet, preparing real food at home is really important to help you stay successful. If you're always relying on prepackaged foods or restaurant foods, that makes it more difficult for you to lose weight. There's a lot of things that aren't in your control and there's a lot more temptation as well. So let's talk about my best tips today about how I meal plan and do my meal prep so that even with my busy work, busy three kids and their activities, We eat the majority of our foods at home and prepared from whole food ingredients. So knowing what you're going to eat ahead of time and having the ingredients in the house avoids spontaneous decisions. And generally, I think we probably can agree that spontaneous decisions related to food aren't usually the right ones. You're far more likely to be led astray by your brain or by that particular day and make choices that might not have been in your plan. Planning your meals and shopping for your meals helps keep control over your environment and keeps the right foods visible to you. Lots of studies have been done to show that we eat what we can see. So if the chips are on the counter or they're the first thing that you see when you open up a cupboard, you're far more likely to eat them. The reverse is also true. So if the healthy food is on the shelf that's in your sight line and it's partly prepared so it's easy, uh, you're far more likely to make your healthy choices. When you're focusing on a long-term weight loss, you always wanna make the healthy choice the easiest choice particularly when you're first starting out and you might be struggling with just behavior change and cravings. Doing meal planning for the week is a way of making sure that the healthier choices are going to be the easier choices. Do you dread figuring out what to make for meals? Is it the one more thing when you get home at the end of the day and you're exhausted and it just feels so overwhelming to figure out what you're going to cook to feed yourself or feed your family? Taking just a small amount of time once a week can completely take that stress away. It's really freeing to not have to think about what's for dinner. You just come home and you just finish executing the plan that you set in place earlier in the week. If you leave yourself to decide in the moment, you risk making decisions with decision fatigue. So decision fatigue is something that's been proven where the more decisions your brain has to make in a day, the more tired it gets, and the less likely you're going to be making the right decisions. So in the food example, if every time you eat, your brain has to decide between the choice that's on your plan and all the other choices that could be presented to you, or could be out there, it starts to get tired. And if you've ever had that experience where you start the day and everything's going great and you feel like you're really strong and really focused on what you're trying to do and you end the day and just make choices that you wish you hadn't made, that's probably an element of decision fatigue. Another example of decision fatigue is if you're having to choose between many different options, you're more likely to be fatigued in the choice and not necessarily make the right choice so if you're having to look in the fridge and have no idea what you're going to cook it's going to be harder to make the choice versus if you're choosing between two different healthy leftovers that you have in the fridge for yourself there's multiple ways that you can approach meal planning And there's no one right way. I think you have to think about this and figure out what's going to work for your life and your family. But I do think some element of meal planning is really important to successful long-term weight loss. You can plan once a week. You can plan each night for the next day's food. You could plan just a few days at a time, whatever works best for you. I choose to plan weekly, every Saturday morning, one of the first things I do when I get up is I sit down and I do our meal plan. And I've done this consistently for about three years now. The reason why I started doing it and made a really conscious effort to do it consistently every week is that I realized I would keep struggling with my weight. If we didn't have more focused planning for our food, with both of us having full time jobs, and at that time, really small children, we were ending up eating out a lot or uh, ordering takeout in because we would just get home and be exhausted and not want to think about what we were going to eat. And so starting to plan every week made there be no question about what we're going to eat. And if some preparation had to be done ahead of time, we knew that and we could plan for that. It also meant that we weren't wasting so much food because when we would grocery shop and then end up ordering in or going out to eat, there was a lot of food that we wouldn't go through in our fridge and it would end up wasted, which wastes money and also just wastes food that could have been used by somebody else. I have to say, initially, my brain resisted the idea of pre-planning and meal planning weekly. And I think that was because my brain thought that it wanted spontaneity in my food. And what I realized is that any thoughts in my brain about food that involves spontaneity or labeling other food as boring are tricky thoughts. That's my brain's way of leading me along the path that leads me to overeat or eat foods that aren't on my plan. The reality is having a meal plan done means I can schedule foods that I'm excited to cook and that look interesting and delicious for me. And I can be excited about the food, but know that it's all within what I'm trying to plan for myself. All right, let's talk practical tips about how do I actually go about doing this. And so there's lots of different ways to meal plan. You can do it just simply with paper and pen. Uh, There are lots of different apps and sites that will help you meal plan. I use one called realplans.com. And and I've used it for three years now consistently each week. And what it does is it will pre populate my meal plan based on a bunch of parameters that I've set. So I can set the diet type that I'm following, I can choose foods that we don't like, and we don't want included in our meal plan. Um, And I choose whether A certain day needs to be a slow cooker meal or a fast meal or if it can be a little bit longer cooking uh, and preparation meal. And then it will just pre-populate with their recipes for recipes that fit that criteria. Then what it will do is it will generate a shopping list for the week and a plan of attack. And you can print off a package with the shopping list, the plan of attack and all the recipes. And I print that off and I stick it to my fridge. Now, I am a little bit type A with our meal plans, and in the past I have made this far more difficult and complicated than it needed to be. Uh, it became quite a project, but I end up often modifying what it pre populates, and that's just because I like choosing with a little more control what I'm going to eat over the week. But you could absolutely just use what it pre populates if that's the easiest thing for you. And so, I, when I sit down to do my meal plan, I have a look at my calendar for the week and look at what the realistic amount of time for cooking is going to be each day. So, if there's a day where I'm working through the afternoon and there's kids' activities after dinner, that day needs to be a slow cooker meal or something where it's pre prepared and the dinner's ready to go when we walk in the house. If there's a day where I have a bit more time, then I can schedule a meal that does take a little bit more prep or maybe plan on preparing more than one meal in that time. I think one thing is if you're meal planning like this where you're meal planning for the week, I don't think you have to actually schedule as much as what you think you should. I used to schedule a lot of the night's meals, uh, but then we ended up with so many leftovers that food was going to waste. So now, depending on our week, I generally just schedule three or four dinners. Sometimes I'll schedule a lunch that I plan on using multiple times during the week. Uh, But it doesn't have to be a lot of different options that you make. And I think it's worthwhile noting that I have young kids in my family and they're still light eaters. That may change depending on as I get older and start eating more. We may need to schedule more meals because we won't have as much leftovers like I said, this used to become quite a long process for me. I would spend a lot of time searching the internet for new, exciting recipes, uh, to cook and uploading them into the program. And I've really reined myself in and minimize that because this meal planning is meant to save you time and simplify life and getting too worked up does the opposite. I think also spending too much time online looking at recipes, going through Pinterest and everything like that wasn't actually good for my overall weight loss strategy because it made me think so much about food that I ended up hungry or eating or making stuff that I didn't actually need to have. Once the meal plan is done, it gets printed, stuck to the front of our fridge, and then whoever comes home first knows exactly what they need to start cooking. With a particular program, I use the Real Plans program. The the app has the grocery list on it, and both my husband and I can access it. So again, regardless of which one of us gets to go grocery shopping, we can easily access the grocery list and get everything that we need. Generally, I grocery shop the day after I meal plan, or if it's a busy week, what I do after I meal plan is I do an online grocery order so that we can pick it up the next day without spending the time in the grocery store. Okay, so meal planning is one thing, but then the other thing is how do you actually have time to cook and prepare meals from scratch when you're living a busy life and you're running around with kids or working a busy physician's work hours. And I think a key to this is doing some meal prep. So there are lots of different tips to minimize the amount of time you spend in the kitchen. One of the biggest ones is doing some form of batch cooking. So batch cooking is when you cook a large amount of food all at one time. And some people will do batch cooking for the entire week on one of the weekend days. I find that a bit overwhelming. uh, But I find it very useful to do some batch cooking where while I'm preparing or cooking one meal, I prepare or cook a second meal at the same time. And you usually can do that fairly easily uh, without extra time thrown in, and then you've doubled the amount of output for the amount of time you put in. Sometimes this is while one dinner's cooking, I prepare and dump everything into the slow cooker for the next night's meal, or if the oven's on and cooking one dinner, I put another pan in with some extra chicken or other protein to be cooked or some more vegetables to be roasted to be used as leftovers in lunches or another dinner. If you're cooking one protein, making a big batch of it and then using it in a different way for other meals during the week is another time saver. So making, I make shredded pork in the slow cooker a lot. And so making it as tacos one night, put on a salad another night, you could even throw it into like a pasta sauce another night. There's lots of different things you can do and then you don't have to actually cook it each time. And I think remember that the food can really be simple. It doesn't have to be complicated when you're online and you're looking at recipes, it's really easy to feel that Everything needs to be fancy and the best recipe, but it really can be as simple as a piece of pre-cooked protein, some vegetables, and something like some dip. And that can be a meal or, you know, a busy weeknight meal. Scrambled eggs are a good complete meal with, again, some vegetables on the side. Give yourself permission to make it as simple as needed to fit into your lifestyle. If your brain is getting into confused or feeling overwhelmed with it, that generally isn't going to help you in your weight loss efforts. And so try to stop those thought patterns and just think, how can I make this as simple as possible so that it works and I don't feel overwhelmed by it. So, what are the ways that you do meal planning and prep? Do you have any tips that have worked really well for you? If you do, head over to my website at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca/slash/meal-planning and let me know what your tips are in the comment section to this episode. If you're finding this podcast helpful, I would really appreciate if you could take the time to leave a rating or review on iTunes. That makes it so that the podcast is easier to find. Also, if you're finding this to be helpful, please feel free to share this podcast with friends or other people that you think might benefit from it. All right, have a fantastic week. We'll see you guys next week.